DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. It is time to talk Aggie football with Blake Anderson, Utah State football coach. He joins us on the Smart Rain guest line. It's no secret, Utah's in an extreme drought. That's why Smart Rain is a solution for any commercial property concerned about water consumption while managing irrigation. Find out more at smartrain.net. Blake, good morning. Good morning. Thanks for coming on. We appreciate it. Uh, you know, we have followed you from afar. We haven't gotten to know you much, which is why I asked Scott Gerard on uh, last Monday morning. I was watching the interviews you did after the scrimmage on Saturday, and I thought you seemed irritated. And I asked Scott, well, was he really down about the way the scrimmage went, or is that just intense college football coach with the media all sorts of fired up because he's got a new gig and a thousand things to do? Oh, who knows, man? Who knows? <laughs> uh, who knows? Uh, you know, I, I really, I thought we were a little tired and a little sloppy, but all in all, after went back and watched it on tape, it was probably better. You know, it's, it's, I've always, it's never as bad as you think and it's never as good as you think. And that's kind of probably one of those times. Uh, we, we, we'd been running them pretty good and they looked a little tired Saturday. And after I watched tape, it looked a little better than I thought. So. I know exactly who Coach Anderson is because, as I told him the first time we had him on, my wife's grandmother lived in Jonesboro, Arkansas, and I've been to Jonesboro many, many times. So Blake and I, I mean, we've both been to the mall in Jonesboro, so we <laughs> we know each other even though we haven't met personally. What was uh, that big place that you turn left, you turn right, you go in, everybody got lost, everybody knew? Oh, <laughs> man. Anybody's been to the in the mall in Jonesboro? Yeah, you're you're, uh, you're family already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've eaten at the Wyatt's cafeteria in the mall in Jonesboro many many times over the years. Made the drive from Memphis on in. Uh, so, but just stepping aside, go big picture on your life, man. I mean, this is just crazy. It's got to be crazy for you. You got to feel all sets of anticipation. I mean, we know the tragedy with your wife, and then you change jobs, you remarried, your kids are older, you move all the way over to Logan, Utah, of all places. And yeah, I realize you're in the middle of it, and it's probably helping you. But have you had time to reflect on just how crazy everything has been for the last few years? You know, uh, it's funny you say that. It, it you're you are in the middle of it, and it does help. It kind of keeps your mind occupied, and you get in the you get in the routine of things on a daily basis and just, you know, kind of working the problem. And there's plenty for us to fix. We've got a lot of work to do to, to become the team we want to be. But, but at the same time, some of the things that you remember are just those times of year that, that uh, and you're going through the, some of the toughest things you've ever been through. And fall camp, I, I told the guys here, very transparent, fall camp's hard for me because that's kind of when everything really, really hit hard, when Wendy got really, really sick. And uh, and the guys are great. You know, I'm still getting to know these these kids and really building relationships. And I was uh, I was really surprised at how many guys just popped their head in my office through the course of fall camp. And hey, coach, how you doing? Nothing to do with football, just man, how you doing? How's your how you feeling today, man? Where's your where's your head at today? And so it's been fun getting to know these guys. It's been it's been really encouraging to see the kind of uh, just compassion that these guys have for each other. I think it's gonna. I think it's going to bleed over to the football field. It's a group of kids that really like being around each other and being in the office and, and being up here with us. So I, I'm beyond excited to get going, uh, excited about a new challenge, and it is that. Uh, and, and, and But just my first glimpse of this group of guys really working on a daily basis from 6 in the morning till, you know 10 o'clock at night of the fall camp grind, uh, really, really love this group of guys. 
You know, there's always, uh, in college sports, team building is really important because you're turning over 20 to 30% of the team every year. But now that the transfer portal is going nuts, it's even more than that. So I would think that you've got to spend a lot of time on that getting to know each other and bonding thing because otherwise you're going to end up playing like an all-star team and that's just going to get you beat. No, that's a huge challenge. It is. We now. You know, super seniors, a bunch of veteran guys that came back for a year that, that was not expected. So I think that helps just the maturity that those guys bring to the table. But we did, we did like a lot of folks, bring in some transfers to try to help immediate, you know, immediate holes. Now, most of them were here in the spring, which I think was huge. We got a chance to go through the spring semester and work them through the summer. Only a few guys that weren't a part of the spring and summer program. So we, we didn't really have a ton of new, this fall camp but uh you can't just assume that they all know each other we had to spend a lot of time just doing things outside of football that had nothing to do with x's and o's just spending time together getting to know each other did some fun things did some things that talk about you know just what our culture is going to be and i think it's a group that has gelled pretty well we'll really know once we go out and we start playing and and all the problems really kind of get created out on the field adversity hits that kind of shows your true character but from a glimpse and, and just the amount of time we've had, I've been pretty pleased at how this whole group has kind of come together, including the transfers that, that we brought in. And you have some transfers that came over from Arkansas State, and obviously one being quarterback, didn't play Bonner in the spring. Uh, can you give us an update, or are you willing to tell us who's going to be the starter? Well, I'm, I'm not willing to tell you who's going to be the starter. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to let everybody figure that out at the same time. Uh one of the good things about college ball i really don't have to tell anybody and i'm gonna i'm gonna keep that process going it is still an ongoing competition to be true truthful we uh we did miss bonner in the spring a good bit of the summer and he is completely healthy at this point which has been which has been good he's he's been healthy all through fall camp but he and andrew peasley have been battling at it and we're just trying to be as thorough as we can this is bigger than than one game honestly bigger than one season we want to make sure that we're moving forward in the absolute right direction. And, and the best thing we do is just let them keep competing and keep battling. And, uh, we're going to make that decision when we, honestly, when we feel like it's time and, uh, just, just have not been quite there quite yet. Um, and, and I think, uh, just experience and time and opportunity to play all that stuff and practice on a daily basis, help us make the best decision we can. So does that mean you're willing to let the competition go in a game or two, or at least certainly this uh, Washington State opener, and let both very, guys very, play? It, it, that's quite possible. It, it is. You know, I'm just kind of evaluating day-to-day. and it, It's such a close race. Both of them are, are quality players and going to have, uh, you know, have, have all the skills that need to lead us. Just kind of looking for something small that really kind of triggers this is exactly where we want to head. I'm, I'm not – you know, I've gone through the two-quarterback rotation system a couple different times in my career out of necessity. Last year out of COVID at Carolina, uh, out of injury, and, and have been successful to some degree. But, you know, I just want to make sure that, that we've been fair to both of the guys for the amount of time and energy they put into it. With um, with Logan going through the injury, really, you know, not, nothing that he did wrong to create that. Just trying to make sure that we're we're 100% moving forward. And so... Uh, we're fortunate that if I think if we had to, you know, we could we could take a glimpse of this for a little while. But ultimately, we will we will we will end up with one quarterback and, and move forward at some point in the, in the pretty near future. So you got Washington State, and you're doing to Nick Rolovich 
what he's going to do to you because I don't think he's naming the starting quarterback with the transfer. He's got the transfer from Tennessee, and then he's got the returning young kid in Delora, and it looks like he doesn't want me. He might, but as I looked this morning, it didn't look like he wanted to announce who the quarterback is. So you're kind of playing games with each other, and maybe it's just what you want to do and not really related to the other team. But what type of challenge does that present for your defense which, you know, I can say struggled last year, but I think you got uh, just about all back, nine top tacklers, plus you got one of your kids, Justin Rice, coming over, who's a really good player. So defensively, you should be okay. Yeah, I think we've improved there from, from you know, what you saw a year ago and some of the additions and injuries that are back healthy on the field. Some of the transfers have all made immediate impacts. Yeah, I think it'll look, the scheme is different, just the – the environment of what we're trying to create over there, just the way we let them cut loose and play, I think you're going to see a good bit of improvement over there. There seems to be a confidence about them. Coach Ben and the crew on defensive staff have just brought in an energy, and I think the kids have gotten fired up about it. I've seen steady improvement from them. Justin Rice, obviously, is a good good one to have. He just always ends up around the ball. He did that for us last year at Arkansas State. He did it at Fresno before. So I think we're headed in the right direction there. Uh, we're going to have to grow up quickly. Uh, they've got a lot of weapons, and, and their offensive line is massive. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, their offensive line may be the most experienced in, in Division One football this year when you look at how many snaps they've played. So it, it's going to be tough for us regardless. But I do like how the, the defense is, is flying to the ball, the energy that they're playing with. And I think we've got a few key features, you know, key pieces that can create some, you know, can kind of create some chaos for them. Blake Anderson, Utah State football coach, joining us. Coach, you mentioned the the transfers coming in and plugging holes. How many of these transfers do you think are going to start, or and then how many in the two deep who will play but not start? Well, you know, in terms of starting in in two deep, I I think we're pretty fluid in, in terms of who the starter is and who's going to play. I, I would tell you that all the guys that we brought in, I expect to be in the two deep and be part of, you know, kind of impacting games on a, on a weekly basis, whether it be uh, offense, defense, special teams, all the above. Uh, who's going to be a starter? Who's not going to be a starter? I think that's still very, very fluid. And it really, it's one play at a time. Packages and sub packages and personnels dictate a lot of that. Uh, they've all come in and have made uh, an impact. They have all contributed in some way, shape, or form. Uh, I don't feel like we've brought a single transfer in, uh, and, and I thought the, the staff did a really good job identifying what our needs were, what kids we thought fit our culture and, and, and would fit the environment and kind of come in and, and add value, and really all of them have. Some roles are bigger than others, and I think that's always going to be the case, but it, really every one of those transfers that we brought in have impacted our team and are going to, uh, especially through a long through a long season. You got a transfer at running back too. Jalen Warren obviously took off. I think he went to Oklahoma State. You got uh, three or four guys up there. Do you think that, or who do you think is going to be able to lead the way as far as the rushing attack? Well, I, I think it's going to be a little bit by committee. Uh, you're really going to see them all. We we we've, we've kind of given them all opportunities, and each one of those guys kind of bring you know Gentry and Calvin. And Noah and Lockheed, you know, I, I, I see four different guys getting touches, uh, depending on, and, and honestly, maybe five DHC, if he's completely healthy, he's been banged up a little bit. 
I don't know that we're going to have a, a one feature back. Now that may it may present itself, and somebody may separate themselves from the rest of the group. But up to this point, it has really been keep them fresh. Uh, you know, guys go out there; they're fully fully rested, ready to go. You don't really know the difference between one to the next. They all can block, they all can catch, and they all are efficient runners. I think now game time, we may watch a guy that really plays well under the lights and just has it kind of gets in a rhythm and it may separate itself, but I, I have not seen that yet. And I've had seasons before where with the amount of snaps that we get, that kind of plays into our favor because the guy's just always fresh and has, has fresh legs, and that can be a benefit to us, you know, especially late in the game. Fresno State and San Jose State won big. Hawaii got blown out. How much of those three Mountain West teams did you watch, and what were your impression of those uh, of those clubs? You know, really none of those games surprised me all that much. Uh, watched a little bit of all the games that were on. Everybody's kind of anxious to watch a little ball. We were in the middle of camp and, and still working, so didn't get to really focus on them a lot. But I, I'll tell you, nothing really surprised me about the games. I, I kind of expected – the outcomes, depending, you know, based off who they were playing and, and the experience levels that some of them had coming back, uh, you know, I, I, I really wasn't all that surprised. I think some matches that come up, uh, you know, here in the next few weeks will, will be fun to watch and, and maybe a little bit more competitive than a couple of those that we watch this week. As I look at your offense, uh, you, you turn some guys across the uh, each of the each of the different positions. But can I argue that receiver is your best position in terms of returning production and what you expect? Well, you can sure argue it, and you're probably right. Uh, when you look at the room with the guys that we brought in and the guys that are here, uh, it, it you know it, it's a spot that we we're excited about, no doubt. I think uh, I mean it's it's hard to find a guy that's more fun to watch than, than uh, DT out in space, Scarver with the speed. Griff with the size, we're bringing Brandon Bowling, who's caught a ton of balls for us over the last few years at Arkansas State. Kyle has had a phenomenal spring and fall camp and just keeps making play after play after play. Uh, you know, I think that's a you know that's the fun part is kind of seeing who the next guy is going to be. Derek Wright has had a great fall camp. Jamie Nance has been a great addition. So we've got some speed. We've got some guys that are you know long. We've got some guys that are super quick in space. And clearly, what we do offensively is about creating space and one-on-one matchups and anxious to see how people will play us and, and what matchups really play in our favor. Uh, we, we need to stay healthy there. We're not, we're not you know, super deep at any particular position, uh, and we need to keep those feature guys on the field and healthy, and that'll be, that'll be a challenge all year. Well, Coach, we appreciate a few minutes this morning. We're looking forward to your opener, Washington State, Saturday night, 9 o'clock on the Pac-12 Network. Thanks for hopping on with us. Appreciate it, guys. It's time to go. Blake Anderson, Utah State football coach. He's family with PK because they've been to the mall in Jonesboro. <laughs> All these connections that I have. <laughs> so you didn't, you, didn't, random. you didn't get it, and I didn't want to waste coach's time when I was saying about you walk in. You told a story once about, and I don't know if it was the first time you went to the mall or someone else with the family who was visiting or something. But apparently when you walk in the mall, everyone turns one way oh. and goes straight to this place that everybody always eats and everybody knows, so Why? no one has to speak of yeah, it. Yeah, that was fun. Okay, I got you now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, was I, that you who was lost, or was it somebody else? No, it was me. I think it was the very first time I'd been there, and I'd been there several times over the years, and my wife was very close to her grandmother. And um, so we were going to go out to eat. It was just the two of us, well, the four of us with her, with uh my wife's uh, was actually her step grandfather. Her, 
grandfather died like within a week of when she was born, and then my wife's grandmother remarried. remarried. Sure. Uh, and so, so the four of you are going, and that's where they moved from Detroit down to Arkansas because he had a farm down there, because I told you my mother-in-law grew up in, in Detroit, mm-hmm. right? And uh, yeah, so we're going to go out to eat, right? And nobody ever said where we're going to go. And we're to drive over there, we get out, we walk in, the mo- no one still said where we're going. And the three of them just turned into Wyatt's. The mm-hmm. <laughs> I said, how did you know? No one ever said anything. Well, this is where we always go, because this is where everybody goes. <laughs> <laughs> And so he knew of that mall. He referenced that mall, too. And that's what he said. If you've been to that mall, we're family, which was obviously a funny line. All right, DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. Your feedback coming up next. We've got the poll question on what BYU ought to do as far as conference affiliation or staying independent. We'll update you on that, and we'll do it next.